I get this question all the time, Tanner, how can I sell more jobs? And you know, I, I used to really dive into the sales process and say, okay, well, what does your sales process look like? But I realized uh, there's something deeper at play here that's stopping you from winning more jobs more consistently, more frequently. And I'm going to dive into that in this episode. So stay tuned, listen to it all the way through. There's a really good um, set of points, ideas, uh, and strategy toward the end. So stay tuned, listen all the way through and enjoy this episode. It's going to really help you with your, uh, with your sales, with your business as a whole. It's, it's a, it's a great topic to hit on. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Contractor Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Tanner. And in today's episode, we're going to talk production. We're going to talk sales. We're going to talk marketing. We're talking all three, the big three. There's more than that. Yes. But the big three is what keeps the engine running. The big three is uh, the constant effort of upkeep that we need to have in order to have synergy in our business. And synergy uh, is just really just a, a, a smooth movement of all things, just working together for the for the ultimate goal of quote unquote success. Uh, so that's what I'm, I'm going to hit on today. So let's start with, um, I want to start with the foundation, okay? I, I put out a post yesterday, or the other day, about um, how, you know, your ability to, you know, sell jobs, right, is, is only as good as your ability to produce jobs. So let's break that down. Does that, that, does that make sense? Like, so if, if I don't have painters painting for me, okay, can I sell a paint job? Well, yes, if I do it myself, but let's say that that's not an option, which if you're listening to this uh, podcast, hopefully you know that that's not an option. Um, so you have to find people to help you do that. Um, so, but, but in that scenario, if I did not have painters to paint the jobs in an adequate fashion, can I sell the job? No, I can't. I'm not qualified to sell the job. Um, so that means that our sales, the ability to transact money, the ability to, to bring value to the marketplace in exchange for money is only as good as the ability that you have to produce the end result. So that must mean that our worth, the value of our business is only as good as the production aspect of our business, because ultimately that's what we're selling. We talked about this in another episode is about labor, but more importantly, what we are doing is that we are creating this package deal and we're handing it to a customer, uh, for however long the project takes. And we're essentially selling it for some value. But where I want to get at is the confidence behind it. The confidence is what you convey in a way to a customer that says we're the best for the job and I have really just focused on that because you know those of you who know me so far know that like sales is is my strength in my business um so with that like I know that that confidence helps me 
with sales. And let me give you an example how I've really just trained myself to look for that um, in all aspects of the jobs that I've worked. Like when I uh, was working, uh, you know, for, for other businesses, like when I first started, I knew that I had to work for the best places to earn the most money. I really did. It wasn't, you know, out of greed or anything like that. It's like, but it was like, I wanted to sell the best products. And when I was a server at a restaurant, I legitimately looked for the busiest pop, most popular restaurant because that brought in the most people. And it wasn't because it was the busiest and the most popular restaurants because the food was the best. The product they were offering was the best. Next was when I sold cars, you know, I could have, you know, sold cars at a freaking Volvo, uh, but I I didn't want to sell cars at a Volvo. I wanted to sell cars uh, you know, I want to sell the best cars, you know, the most, most volume cars. So I went, uh, to a Toyota dealership known for quality. Uh, so, so that confidence in the product helped me sell more jobs or sell more cars. And ultimately I'm not knocking Volvo. I I do know that they, I think they make pretty good cars, but you know, I I probably wouldn't sell Fords, you know, I mean, I haven't heard the best about Fords. So, but you know, follow me here. And then when it came time for me to work at, at a, at a bank, I worked at a really good credit union that was well known in the area as a, as a really prominent place to do business. And, and that drove in more traffic and people were happy and delighted there, you know, and that's just, that's just some examples. So for me, I've always aligned myself with the best possible product because that does help you sell when you have a good product to sell. And my question to you listening to this is, do you have a good product? I mean, is your product worth the money that you're charging for it? And if, if the answer to that question is no, then you need to go back to the drawing board. And ultimately, it's your job to level up the, the product that you have. Now, if your product is a, a product that you feel cannot be leveled up for whatever reason, maybe you have people in your business that don't feel uh, that they need to be trained or don't need to learn new, you know, new skills. Like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. If you feel that that is the product that you're offering to the marketplace, um, my opinion is, is that you might want to part ways with that product and learn to develop a new product because ultimately, you know, that is, that is inhibiting your sales. You know, we talk about opportunity costs. How much money are you losing because you're not confident in your team's ability to do a good job in your team's ability to exceed expectations? You know, if I come into a house and I'm giving a, uh, uh, I'm giving a presentation and I say to the customer, you know, listen, our guys are going to do an amazing job. Like, I just want you to know that our guys are so adamant about, you know, making sure everything's prepped out the right way. We're going to caulk that little crack over there you mentioned that bothers you. We're going to make notes about that. And, and I know that, you know, you're, you're a little nervous about us coming on, on time. You know, our guys are always on time and, you know, they just take a, a lot of pride in what they do versus, um, you know, maybe you or maybe someone else who doesn't have that level of confidence in their team. And you're afraid to talk about, you know, what, what that's going to look like. And, and I know that that, that, that happens and it's happened to me. It has when our production was not as good as it should have been. Maybe we came off of a really poor job. I think there was a podcast episode I did where my team botched a job. You think I was selling confidently for that crew the week after? No, I was I was I was ashamed. I I had to make some decisions. So, you know, looking back now, 3 of the 4 workers that were on the crew that botched that job 
and and here's an update for you. They no longer work for us. That was that was almost my whole crew. Only one person on that crew works for us still. Okay, the other three are gone. I gave them opportunities to improve. You know, I but but they now I was after that I was laser focused and I tried to figure out who the problem was. So one by one I let them go because ultimately the standard wasn't kept and and it's not that I'm this big mean boss when it comes to keeping the standard high, but that's the expectation. That's the agreement that I have with you is that you have to keep the standard high. This way I can sell jobs confidently. Okay, and and I don't even want to get into what happens when the standards low and then a bad review occurs and the 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 money and the sales that are lost because of that one review because the standard was dropped. So you've got to be probing the standard. And one thing that I've learned in this business is that don't get comfortable. Don't think that just because things are good now they're going to stay good. It's something that has to be continuously nurtured, watered, monitored, maintained, checked in on. Um, and, and that's something that I, I've had to develop that muscle to be that adamant about calling customers, making sure everything's going the way it should be catching things before, you know, anyone else does so I can prevent the fire from happening. Okay. And this is what creates a confident production system that gives you the confidence to sell jobs. Okay. Because ultimately when you do not have that confidence to sell your jobs, what happens? You start talking about products and you start talking about things that can, can be compared on paper. Okay. And we went into that a couple episodes back. So uh, if you missed that one, please go back and, and listen to what you're really selling. And then uh, there's one after that where we talked about, you know, how important labor is, but this is more about the confidence behind the labor. It's, it's what's really going on. And it's, and let me also mention this is that I am not confident in my team's ability to do stain jobs. I am not confident in my team's ability to do cabinet jobs. I am not confident in my team's ability to do a roof. I am not confident in my team's ability to do tiling jobs. So what is the best thing about niching down is that we can get perfect at what we're best at. Catch that. We can get perfect at what we are best at. And all we do is paint walls, baseboards, door frames, doors, and ceilings. That's it. That's what premium painting does. And we do it better than everyone else. Every other painter in this area will take cabinets. Every other painter in this area will take concrete floors. Every other painter in this area will will take drywall repairs. Okay, because all they see is the dollar sign. I see that's going to mess up my flow. And I know if I let that job go, I'm going to get one more that is exactly what I want. And it's happened for four years Every time I, I, even when I think that, you know, I'm not going to get a job as long as I stick to my guns and I'll just stay consistent and, and have faith, um, jobs come. And then next thing I know, I'm a month out and I'm telling people no, you know, so ultimately there is enough work for your niche because ultimately what's going to happen is the market's going to correct itself to allow that to happen. And by, by that, I mean, your competition's taking everything else. So ultimately, that's going to leave a void for the thing that you want, right? So I just said, my competition is taking cabinets. That's going to take a week away from them to take on the house painting jobs that need to be done fast. Does that make sense? Same thing goes for the 
painting companies that take on drywall and texture. I just got a call from somebody the other day, one of my competitors, he was complaining that they completely ruined his his ceiling. They tried to take on popcorn removal and they soaked the ceiling. He said it's a huge mess. He name dropped the competitor and all I did was shake my head and say, I'm sorry, man. You know, we'll help you when uh, when you get that squared away. We'll do the painting for you, but we don't we don't touch drywall. We don't do popcorn removal. Why? I mean, why, Tanner? Why don't you take and, and I shouldn't be having this conversation. That's just like, you know, going up to a restaurant and asking them, you know, why they, why they don't, you know, have a skating rink. You know, like we, we just serve food here. We don't, you know, why, why isn't there a movie theater inside here? Well, we just serve food here. You know, and it's like we just paint houses here. I don't know why you think that I would do texture. It's a totally different business. And that's that's the that's the thing. So confidence behind your production is going to allow you to sell more jobs confidently. Confidence sells. You know, when people buy things, it's emotional and they feed off your confidence, whether it's in person or on the phone. So anything you could do to build confidence in your sale is going to be a benefit to you. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's get into now that you have confidence in your sales and you're selling more jobs. What happens then? Right. You market. Okay, so marketing, marketing in essence is getting your name out to the marketplace. You're marketing, you're getting your name out there in in whatever way that you do it. You could be super annoying on every single Facebook group and really just risk not getting blocked or banned on there. But every single day at 7 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock p.m., 4 o'clock p.m., 8 o'clock p.m., you can get on there and write a long post with pictures with your phone number, your address, your email, okay, and in 50 Facebook groups in your area, okay, and you can generate business, marketing, okay, you can, you can put your phone number on your car, and every time you go to a red light, you can beep your horn and point to your phone number, at some point, somebody will buy, you do it every day for 100 days, okay, or you can squeeze down, and, and you could narrow down your marketing to paying for um, people who are interested in the exact thing that you sell, so it doesn't matter what you do, how you market, you can knock on doors, you can do whatever you got to do. All that is is about making noise. So marketing is making noise, okay? Now, if the things that I mentioned to you in the beginning of what I said, those were free ways to make noise, okay? Those were ways that you can make noise and you can ultimately, you know, get what you need for free. And if you don't sell anything, okay, if, if no sales come of it, that's really okay. I mean, because ultimately you have nothing invested, but your time, which is valuable, but on paper, you know, we're, we're willing to risk our time. But in terms of the paid leads that we buy, the things that we spend money on Facebook leads, we're talking home advisor, we're talking anything that gets us fast business. Okay. That's when we need to be able to sell jobs so we can get an ROI return on investment on those leads. So for example, if I spend a thousand dollars on leads, okay, and I don't know how to sell jobs, my ability to sell brings down the value of what those leads are. Okay. Cause I don't know how to sell. Maybe I've never been taught. Maybe I don't know that when a lead comes in, I need to call them multiple times. Then I need to book an appointment. Then when I sit down with the appointment, I have to have a process in place. And when I have a process in place, I need to ask for the sale. I need to, I need to, I need to actually estimate the job accurately and I need to close the job. 
Okay, I'm doing all of those things in order to increase the value of the lead source that I'm using. So when people get mad at Home Advisor, I say it's not Home Advisor's fault. It's your fault because you don't have a sales process in place. And if you do, it needs work. That's all I have to say about it. So ultimately, your sales process is going to increase the value of whatever marketing that you're doing. And by increase the value, I mean this. If I purchase $1,000 worth of leads and I get 10 leads out of that, and let's say I'm an expert level salesperson, I've mastered the entire sales process from the initial phone call to the final handshake after a deal is done, and I sell $20,000 worth of work out of those out of those $1,000 worth of lead spent. Okay. Now let's say you get the same exact leads, but you don't know how to sell and you only sell a patio for 250 bucks and that's all that you could sell. But you spent a thousand dollars just like I did. I sold $20,000 worth of work. You only sold $250 worth of work. The difference was I'm a better salesperson than you. That's what it comes down to. And I'm not being braggadocious here and I'm, I'm being subjective in these examples. I'm just saying that your sales process and your ability to get better at sales is going to increase the value of your dollar because I can spend $1,000 and bring in $20,000 worth of revenue. Right now, your sales process says you're going to spend $1,000 and lose 750 bucks. Okay. And that is why getting better at your sales process is going to influence your confidence in marketing. Okay. So this is a episode on confidence because I know that my sales process is good enough to where if I spend X amount of money on whatever marketing avenue that I have, I'm going to get a return on that investment. I know it because I just trust in my process in the same way. I know that if I go to someone's house and do that sales process, I have confidence in my production. Do you see how everything ties together? Okay, so ultimately, everything comes down to my production because when I'm doing my sales process, 85% of my time is spent talking about how great our production process is. Okay, so that is increasing the value of my dollar when it comes to marketing. I hope you catch this because ultimately, if you're struggling in your contracting business right now, it's because your production sucks. That's it. I mean, that that is it because if you have the absolute best production system and that does not mean that you're doing it, if you're listening to this right now and you are doing the production in your business, you don't count. You don't have a business. You are, you, 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 you are a job. You do not have a business. You can't. Like you don't have confidence when you go to a big job and you know that you're the one that has to do it. There's no confidence in that. Ultimately, all you're thinking about is the money. Okay. You're not thinking about the experience. You're thinking about the money because ultimately you're thinking, okay, I'll do this for, for 10 grand. And chances are you just blow the price out of the water anyway. Eh, Maybe it'll, you know, if they grab it, they grab it. If not, I don't have to do it. That's not a business. So I don't count you. I'm talking about when you have a production system that is, that is, uh, that is a unit and you're able to, 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 to give that unit to the marketplace and be like, you want these guys working for you. 
okay? Because that's what I do. I say, you want my guys. I, you know, that's great that the other guy came in cheaper. You're, here's the, listen, Mr. Homeowner, this is the value of your dollar. Ultimately, you know, we may be a little bit more, but really when you're looking at, you know, two companies, what, what is the value of your dollar paying for? When you hire us, you're getting four painters on site and you're getting a supervisor that's going to be checking in on your job very frequently to make sure everything's going smooth. Not only that, I'm here to answer any questions you have as the business owner. That is the value of your dollar, sir. And I, I, I don't mean to come across aggressive, but what I have to say is this. Ultimately, I know this because this is my industry and I'm very passionate about it. No one else does it this way. So if we're not too far away, Mr. Homeowner, I would say that the value of your dollar is worth more by going with us because you're not going to get the same experience if you go with the competitor. Now, if someone comes at you like that in, in such an honest, straight, direct way, because sometimes you have to be that way because people have this, this haze when it comes to the market. They have this, this haze about just, just contract. They have so much going on in their life that they just don't have the time to, to really dive in and do that research. So I'll come straight up and say it like that and say, look, this is, this is the information here. You're paying for two guys working at your house for six days that are going to take too long. And you know, these guys hardly have a reputation and we have, uh, uh, you're getting a whole cavalry coming to your house to make sure every detail is done to perfection in and out flawless experience. That's the value of your dollar. Now, you know, and, and, and some people might get offended that way and, and that's fine, but at least they got the truth. So that's, that's, that's the confidence that comes with my sales process. So that's the key. It's the confidence. The confidence in your production is going to produce more sales. The confidence in your sales is going to allow you to spend more on marketing, which is going to obviously bring you more opportunities, which turn into more sales, which turn into more jobs. Everything's connected. Okay. So very, very deep episode. I hope that you grabbed onto that. Um, it's going to help you big time. I'm pulled over somewhere in a ravine because I went on a tangent. I had to pull over. You know, I had to give you guys that info. Thanks for listening. Um, let's get after it, okay? It's big, big, big end of the year here, COVID year. We got a new year coming up and I hope that uh, some of these ideas resonate with you so you can, you know, start off on a, on a really nice trajectory going forward. Thanks for listening. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.